back to the Figured Out Podcast. My name is Emma. And I'm Natasha. And we are so happy you guys are here with us today. Also, Emma, yes. I have a question. Okay. And this is a question I've had for a long time. Right. But it recently came up. And I just, I haven't found a good answer to this. All right. What is it? What is the equivalent of guys? No, let me try this again. <laughs> what is the equivalent of flowers for guys? Dude, I don't know. And you've asked me this before, like when I your know. brother graduated. I don't know. It's just like flowers. Like I love receiving flowers, right? Mm-hmm. And it just is like, oh, this is such a sweet gesture. Yes. But like, what would I do if I like, what would I give Justin if it was like, oh, this is the equivalent of that? Oh, I don't know. I feel like I can't answer this. I've asked him, so you can't answer this. What did he this. say? He didn't know. He was like, you don't need to give me anything. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I feel like, you know, this is me super stereotyping. Guys are like sports and guns and hunting. So like in me, when it's like, oh, what do you get a guy? It's like something sports related. I don't know. <laughs> I don't even know where I would begin. That's actually harder You'd than like flowers. walk into shields and be like. <laughs> <laughs> um, no, it's just a question that I feel like maybe there's not like this right answer necessarily, but I would love like guys' opinions on it because it's just, it's. I feel like it would be so nice to know. Yeah. Does that make sense? There's a lot of situations in life where it's like, if you were a girl, I would give you flowers right now. Also, another thing with like the whole flowers thing is like flowers are not just like a one and done because like they die, <laughs> you know, so you can get flowers every month for someone. But that's why I think like I, I like that. It's like just a gesture of like, mm-hmm. hey, I thought about you. Here you go. And yeah. I recognize this isn't like lasting, but right. it's just like you can be reminded of yeah. it for a while. And so when I say like a sportsy thing, yeah. like, that's typically lasting. I don't know. Maybe not. But so it's like. That doesn't have the same equivalence because you can't get that over and over Exactly. Again. And I know people are like food, right? Yeah, but that's kind of what I was thinking with candy. I don't know. It just doesn't seem to have like the same like uniqueness, I guess, as yeah. flowers. And then it's, it's like, like... I went to a gas station and like there was a <laughs> crunch some bar. circus peanuts. Like <laughs> I just... And maybe that that is what it takes. I don't know. I just... I would love an answer to that. And... I don't know. Is this where we pitch? Like, should that be a question we have on our guys' takeover podcast? Yes, I think it's a great que- like it's a great icebreaker question because I think whoever's on this guys' takeover podcast is going to be nervous. And have we talked about the guys' takeover podcast yet? On here? we've mentioned it. Yeah. Okay. Do we want to like re-mention it? I don't know when I think we mentioned so, it last. Because okay, so guys, we have had a lot of requests over the past couple um, months, especially I guess, of uh, of people wanting to have guys on to talk about things or questions girls have, basically. Mm-hmm. And like a variety of things. And so Emma and I were trying to figure out like how would we do this? And we've decided that we're just gonna invite some guys on, right? Mm-hmm. Just random guys off the street. No. Like people <laughs> people that we, we really respect and wanna hear their opinion on things. Um, but they're gonna do the episode. Yeah. Like we're setting the microphones in front of them, making sure the audio works, and then we're gonna go get coffee. Yeah. And we're going to have no clue what they say. And they, then I will edit it before it goes on air. <laughs> and if they say something dumb, just kidding, no. But, but we we really um, are excited for this. And so this is kind of a, a request, like a, hey, look forward to this. But also, if you want to be on it, and um, also if you have questions, yeah, please all, let us know. Yeah, it's, it's like an all call to, to guys and girls of, guys, if you think you would be a good person to have on this podcast and you're willing... Please let us know because we want to get a, a people who want to be there. We don't want to force anyone to do this. Um, and then you have to be honest when you're on it. And then girls, like, we need questions. Like, of course Natasha and I have questions. And, like, maybe if this is – if so many questions come in, we'll do two parts two parts or a longer episode. Mm-hmm. I'm not quite sure. We haven't discussed that yet. But um, what are the questions? Because we have ours, but maybe you have more that we are missing. Yeah, or a better way of saying it. So we would yeah. just love to hear um, from both of you guys. And, uh, yeah, 
I think we don't have an exact date, but it's coming out this spring. So kind yes. of like soonish. Honestly, sooner than spring. Yeah, that's true. I, I'm sorry, guys. It's nice out today, and I'm just like excited for spring. So mm-hmm. I'm ready. But yeah, it's only January still. So. Yeah, <laughs> it's it. Yeah, it's in our it's in our next it's in our calendar of topics, which is funny. I'm going to transition to our actual topic today yeah. because I have a friend who keeps saying, like, when are you doing this networking podcast? Because it's been suggested by so many different people. It's such a topic that, like, we should be have mm-hmm. done already. It's so prevalent to young adults. And she keeps saying, like, when is it? When is it? And I'm like, yeah, I think it's on our calendar. And then that night I came home to look. I was like, I hope it's on our calendar. <laughs> I told her it was. And it was, like, the next one. So yeah. here we are talking about networking today and all things kind of job related, um, specifically in the job related field natasha was like do we do networking just jobs or like in other aspects i was like thinking about the episode i was like are there other ways of now or reasons to network yeah i was when you said are there we're gonna do other aspects of life i was like what other aspects of life do you use the word networking in i have no idea it just was a random thought and then i was i didn't get much further than that to be honest so i mean is dating networking well and i think that's where i was like we talked about with blind dates it's like you know if you know someone and like yeah and I, the um, one podcast that Emma and I listen to a lot, the Becoming Something podcast, it's like, hey, give your resume in a way to your friends, like your dating resume. Like, this yep. is who I am and what I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. And like, have them find you a person that fits that. And I was like, oh, well, maybe that could be like a way of taking yeah. networking. But we're not. We're, we're not. not. <laughs> Completely career focused, professional focused. Today, we're talking about networking. Yes. And I think I have to be honest with you guys. Like, <laughs> This is not my strong suit. And during college, I didn't go to a single networking event. Like, it just, networking to me is so terrifying. That word and how it's presented. And there's so much like, this is how you make it in life. Yeah. Professionally, like, you have to know how to network and be good at it. And there's so much riding on that. Mm -hmm. And as someone who just doesn't love going up and talking to random strangers. Well, let me try that again. And as someone who doesn't like going up and talking to random strangers, it's just a really intimidating topic. Yeah. And- I first off, I want to say networking is never as scary as people talk about it being. No. I remember being in like our communications classes, like the the ones right before you graduated, and then like we had like a whole class basically on networking. I yeah. feel like, and it was just like this big thing, and it's like you can't do anything wrong, and you have to have this perfect salesy speech in thirty seconds, otherwise they're not going to know who you are, and you're exactly. gone, and you won't have a job for the next two years because they'll think you're boring. It's not like that. No. And, And that was in college. That was so said to us over and over and over again. And I do want to say it's important. Networking is important. We'll talk about that. But it's not as scary as people make it. And Mm -mm. so there's this big like fear around it that I think it's hyped up too high. Yeah. And also kind of on the flip side of that, like it is a skill, right? So like, Mm -hmm. don't be afraid of it, but also you have to practice. It's not something that like, there are people I would say that are more gifted, right? In networking. It's just like, they can um, just like have a conversation a little bit easier maybe than other people. But it really is something that if you um, if you try and practice, you're going to get better. Right. I, I think like networking is just like playing a sport. Like mm-hmm. some people might be able to pick it up faster or it just comes to them easier. But like with any sport, you can get better. You can practice. You can learn. You can try new things. And that's like how I, how I perceive networking also. Yeah. Okay. So Emma, why is it so important to network? I think there's like that phrase, it's not what you know, it's who you know. Mm-hmm. And I have never seen that more like apparent than in like my search for jobs and just seeing that that works out like not being qualified but knowing someone is such a huge asset like it doesn't it, like you trump basically someone who's super qualified but like doesn't have the connections or the networking capabilities i think that's huge so it's not what you know it's who you know and networking is creating that 
network of people of who you know and like name dropping people and like creating that relationship and getting people to like you in a way Mm -hmm. for sure I think too like sometimes you think of networking as like I only need this if I'm getting a new job right or Mm -hmm. starting out of college and getting into this workforce I would say I've really seen networking as an opportunity to collaborate, even if you're already in a position that you're like pretty secure in, right? This mm-hmm. is the field you want to be working in, that you like your job. You always need people to work with, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. For someone who says, like that you just said, like you don't feel like you're good at networking, it's scary. You, you do a lot of it in your job and it yeah. sounds like you do it very well. Yeah. Well, and I would just say like with that, I've learned how to network. Mm-hmm. I don't enjoy networking, yeah. but I recognize the importance of it and it is just a skill. And I... And that's part of the reason I dislike networking is because sometimes it can seem like, oh, I just know the right things to say, the right things to do, all of the process of it, Mm -hmm. right? But I would say like a really important thing, we'll talk about this a little bit further down more in depth, but you have to care, right? Mm -hmm. Networking isn't just something where you're like walking through a room and seeing how many business cards you can get, right? That's not going to accomplish anything at the end Mm -hmm. of the day. You really do need to be someone that people like. And, and because that comes from just caring about the person you're talking yeah. to. So we'll talk about that more. But that's how, like, I think I've reconciled networking in my mind mm-hmm. of it's an opportunity to get to know someone. Well, this is good then because, like, you do it a lot and you're really good at it. And now we have you on a podcast talking about it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Hopefully this is helpful. Now I feel like the bar is really high. So if I don't deliver, people will be like, what are you talking about? No. Um, there's a lot of different types of networking, mm-hmm. right? It's not just talking with people. No. And, like, there is, like, a digital aspect to networking that I don't think people often realize, but LinkedIn, some people hate it. Some people love it. I don't know. LinkedIn's fine. But I'll be honest, guys. This is actually a part that I struggle with. I just updated my LinkedIn, like, a couple weeks ago. Mm-hmm. I was like, wow, I've been an intern at the Heritage Foundation for the past <laughs> year and a half. <laughs> it was two years of like yeah. that. Um, yeah. It's just, like, but that is a tool. And so you should mm-hmm. definitely wor- use that. Um, honestly, today we're not talking a lot about LinkedIn, but I just want to throw in my one thing about LinkedIn. And here's my personal opinion yeah. is you don't have to be crazy active on LinkedIn. Like you don't have to have all these connections and like post things and curate content on LinkedIn and do that. I think you just need to be updated. Like you just need yeah. to have your profile updated. Yeah. And so if you're like, I can't keep up with a whole LinkedIn thing. It's like, no, like when you get a new job or when you get gain a new skill, like do that, like mm-hmm. update that. But otherwise, like I don't personally, I don't see and I don't work in a field maybe where it's required that LinkedIn needs to be like your new social media. And like if you're slacking on that, you're slacking on life. Anyways, I agree. My rant. I, I think like we that. can leave it at that. LinkedIn yep. is important, but it's not mm-hmm. that's not your end all be all. And I think LinkedIn falls so short of all these other things about like networking um, at an event, doing like a happy hour, or a conference, or a business meeting, or like in a, if you work for a nonprofit, like networking with mm-hmm. your board members. Like I think that is where like the money is. You know what I mean? Like that's where you're gonna actually make ground yeah. and network well. Yep, I agree. Which I think brings us into the next like area or type of networking, which is networking while in a job. Mm-hmm. Like the people you work with aren't just your coworkers. That like you you do build relationships mm-hmm. with them. That is a form of networking. Exactly. Networking is huge. Like. Just building connections. You never, ever know, like, when a connection is going to circle back mm-hmm. and, like, be fruitful for you. Like, I got the job I'm currently in because – well, I learned about the job I'm currently in because someone at a former job said, hey, these seem like two things you really love in one job. You should mm-hmm. look at this. Like, and that was my network just, like, doing career work for me. And so yeah. I think – like networking is huge. Just even if you're not looking for something from that person right now, like you never know the value of a connection. Mm-hmm. I think too, if you're uh, kind of still in college or in postgrad or like um, 
in a graduate program, right? And you're like, well, I don't have like coworkers, right? Your classmates are your network as well. Uh-huh. And yeah. I would say like, it's still important to invest in those relationships because these are people you are working alongside in that field. Mm-hmm. And it's really important that they are, you know, that you're going forward yeah. with like people that, you know, you both are looking at similar opportunities, mm-hmm. right? You, they, you're in the same grapevine, of, of, yeah. so to speak, right? So you can still network at any point of life. It's mm-hmm. just like the people that you're around, that's your network to start with. Exactly. Oh, my goodness. So many people we graduated with have, like, mm-hmm. the coolest jobs now. Yeah. It's like, dang, I kind of, like, want to do that. <laughs> no, it's so true. And so I think it's just, like, look around you and, like, don't put networking in this, like, box of, like, oh, I'm this is only means that I'm at, like, this happy hour, right, with people or yeah. this event. Like, your day-to-day life is networking in a way. Of and course. I think that makes it a little bit more manageable, maybe, yeah. for you to, like, take that mm-hmm. into tangibility. Yeah. There's other types of networking, too. I want to keep moving on. But, like, yeah. there's informational interviews, which, like, that's a form of networking. Grabbing coffee with someone and just learning more about their job. Um, there's going to those networking events, like Natasha and I talked about in school, where it's, like, they like your your university and like this is outside of school too there's like opportunities for this like i do a lot of networking these. events like people come in knowing mm-hmm. like people are, are coming to network yeah and so like employers are looking for people to present themselves to you but you mm-hmm. also have people who are willing to listen and so like that's a great opportunity it's not weird to network then mm-hmm. sometimes i feel like people are worried about like networking because it seems out of place and like they don't want to like change the script and be like oh so like we were just here for fun but now i'm networking to you and like but a networking event is a perfect place if you're worried about that to do that in because it's like we've all agreed that this is an okay place to network Mm -hmm. in yeah how many times can we say network in this (laughs) podcast in that sentence oh my goodness no it's so true Mm -hmm. yeah i think there's a lot of opportunities around you you guys and so don't limit yourself in what you think um could be a viable place to network and by that like again you're not just you know forcing your business card into someone like you're just you're really having a conversation intentionally to get to know someone and see if that's a relationship where you would continue working with them in the future Mm -hmm. but that brings us to like the how to what does networking look like on the ground all right and so we broke this up like we always try to break things up you know we broke this up into like have these things and be these this way and we're going to start off with what to have so we're going to say have a friend have a business card have a script and so starting with have a friend not a necessity but like go with someone you know if you're uncomfortable yeah i so i've gone to a couple well like I said, I do a lot of networking in my my job mm-hmm. where I'm talking with people at the Capitol or else at different meetings, um, you know, like meeting events or yeah. conferences. Mm-hmm. And there's quite a few that I go to and it's just me. Mm-hmm. And I will say it is really intimidating and sometimes awkward to walk into a room full of people that are typically all older than you, yep. typically um, all know each other, right? Because these yep. are kind of like little reunions in their world of like we all are back together and you're the new person, mm-hmm. right? And it can be so intimidating to walk up to a conversation. Yes. Even though you are there for that purpose, right? You're mm-hmm. there to talk with people, to, you know, share yeah. about yourself and learn from them and build a relationship. But I would say having just one other person that you know, whether that's mm-hmm. another person that's coming to this event from another organization, right? Or this is a person, another coworker, mm-hmm. or it's a friend. Like, these are, it just gives you such a... Um, I think just a comfort to have someone that you can have a conversation with. You can both go up to somebody. Mm-hmm. It really... I think helps. Um, mm-hmm. We used to do that in DC. Like a couple of us would be like, all right, let's go to this conversation. And mm-hmm. we would go talk to that person together. And it just like gives you a lot more courage, I think. Yeah. And then in the fallback, when that conversation ends, you are able to continue on talking to someone and not try to figure out, oh, where do I go to next? Exactly. I yeah, Just yesterday, I was talking with some of our friends and we were saying three is an ideal group of people to have a conversation with. Yeah. Because 
two, it's like, if I'm not talking, then you're talking. Mm -hmm. Sometimes I feel that in our podcast where it's like, dang, once (laughs) Natasha's done talking, I'm the only one that can talk next. But like in a group of three, there's, there's, everyone has a voice. Everyone Mm -hmm. is able to contribute, but you're able to collect your thoughts a little more. You're able to dwell on things more. And I, I think it really is a great number of people to have a conversation with. I completely agree. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So if you're going to an event, you're interested in going to something like invite a friend. Mm -hmm. If you're unsure of like, hey, I don't know if I go alone, then don't like that. That doesn't mean you have to go alone. Right. I think also like people are if people are worried that like having a friend means you're not going to be as marketable or like that's not going to that's going to take away from your like your power, your presence. At my job, like, I do a lot of different kind of networking, not like Natasha, but, like, I work with donors, and I network with organizations that support us, and so at golf tournaments, there's always happy hours, mm-hmm. and we never go to something just one person, this my organization, it's always me and someone else, and so, like, there's just to prove, like, it's always, there's more power in people, and that being said, we're representing an organization, so it's better to have more people there, but we've talked about how important it is to have two people so that you can always like hit both sides or do everything Mm -hmm. and you can collect your thoughts or look into something while someone else is talking. And so I just want to say that doesn't diminish your professionality by having someone else with you. Not at all. And you don't have to stick together throughout an entire event. Like you can, you might find someone that, Hey, like I'm going to continue the conversation with this person. Mm -hmm. Emma and I are both there. Emma was like, Oh, this isn't as productive for me. I'm going to go talk with someone else. Right. And like, there is that freedom. So don't feel Mm -hmm. like, Oh, now we have to stay together all the time. It just is an asset. And this is just a tool you can use to network better. Exactly. All right. So have a friend and then next have a business card or whatever kind of like materials you need. Guys, it was so awkward. Um, last Friday I was at an event and, um, it just like I use a different purse, right? And I just come back from traveling. It doesn't mm-hmm. matter. Basically, I didn't have a business card oh, with me. No. And I met someone new and we were talking to us. Do you have a business card? And I was like, oh, nope. And then I was just like, I felt so unprepared in that moment. It was just kind of funny because I was like, of course, this is a time that like I don't normally even exchange yeah. business cards at this meeting norm- now. Uh-huh. Like it's just because I know people there. And so it's just kind of like the mm. yeah perfect storm, I guess. I so know, right? here we are. Yeah. I, I cannot believe how, like, many places my business cards are. Like, mm-hmm. I have them in, like, three or four jackets that I wear to, like, these kind of events. They're in my car. They're in my wallet. And I think I keep one in the back of my phone case. I know. I was actually thinking I might get a phone case that allows mm-hmm. for that because I hate having to reach out, like, grab it from a different place, right? Mm-hmm. Guys wear suit jackets, and they have yeah. pockets in their suit jackets. Just, like, pull it out super sl- Yeah, slyly. it's just so easy. Mm-hmm. But most professional women's clothing do not yeah. have pockets, do not have a place for a business card. Yeah. Anyways. Uh-huh. So sometimes like, I wear it. I, I do not work as professionally as Natasha. I wear, like, a jean jacket sometimes to, like, these kind of places. and But I also wear jean jackets to, like, life and fun <laughs> things. And so I'll be, like, in the middle of, like, something fun. And I'll be like, wait, what is my pocket? It's like, oh, yeah, it's my business cards. Like, <laughs> handing out a spike ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because yeah, I wear a jean jacket. <laughs> True. Um, I think, though, it's important to be prepared. And this mm-hmm. is a great way. This is how people exchange contact information. Yep. So, yeah, yeah, have one. Other things to carry around. This is kind of, like, our what are you tangibly holding a lot of people have, like, portfolios and, like, they keep copies of their resume and stuff in that. Do you think that's important? Do you see that a lot still? No. But I think that's, like, a college thing. Yeah. Which Probably. is interesting to me because, like, in college, I didn't have a lot on my resume. <laughs> like, yeah. there wasn't a lot. Like, if someone so was a look student body vice president. <laughs> that's all. It's, like, in, you know, point twenty four font. <laughs> so that's all they can see. It goes up the page. No, I just think, like, yeah. I don't see people doing that, but maybe no. that is a real thing. 
I guess I don't really see that either. Mm-hmm. Now I use a pad folder when I have to like give a presentation and I need to keep my notes in it. Mm-hmm. But I don't like it's not my networking tool. It's actually super frustrating to like carry around most of the time. I will say so because of my job, I hand out a lot of things mm-hmm. for conversations, right? Like um, in the policy world, you have one pagers of mm-hmm. things that you're working on, things you want to have passed. And so I carry a lot with me. Mm-hmm. But these are things where it's like if I'm in a conversation, it seems appropriate to bring up an issue. I'll be like, hey, can I give you this information on it? Yeah. And so I do think like when you are networking, like know what you would what the purpose of that those conversations are and have what you need to give them information, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so that's where I think like you're probably not carrying around your resume, but maybe you need to carry mm-hmm. around uh, informational sheet of yep. things you're working on as an organization yeah. or things other people could partner mm-hmm. with you on. Yeah. Anything else to add to this of things that people should have with them tangibly? Uh, probably different for every job, but no, I think that's great. Mm-hmm. Oh, I will say, guys, there's these cool new business cards that I kind of want to get where it's like a metal card that you tap onto someone's phone mm-hmm. and that like shares your contact information with them as a contact. Like it tr- makes it creates the contact in their phone. Yeah. And it like says what your job is, but I don't know if it's really that beneficial because I sometimes like like I wouldn't remember to check my phone yeah. for that contact. Also, you know? you'd be like, wait, what was their name again? And like when you pull out their business card, like you would see like, oh yeah, it's it's Hannah. Exactly. But if you're like, who? Okay, someone gave me their contact information. They but put now you're right in my phone. <laughs> like, who was this? Because like, honestly, I have people in my phone from like group projects in mm-hmm. college and people in high school where. I have to really remember, like, trace back my memory. Why do I have this person's yeah. phone number? So. No. It's just funny, but it kind of yeah. looks cool, so. Yeah, that is super, like, 2023. It is. It <laughs> is. All right, so have a friend, have a business card, and then have a script. And then I'm going to say, and then don't stick to it. Yeah, I think, like, you you want to know what you're going to say, mm-hmm. right? But yeah. also recognize that nobody want like, people can tell when it's canned. Oh, and yeah. so you don't want to be this fake person, right? Because yeah. you're not. You are a real person that cares yeah. about people. And so, yeah, know what you want to say. And, like, recognize that also if you're initiating, you're kind of in charge of the conversation yes. or you, you, you have a goal with where you want it to mm-hmm. go. But, like, open it up to, like, hey, if we're talking about random stuff, like, because we connect on that, like, yeah. that's a really good thing and that's exactly. okay. Exactly. Yeah, allow the conversation to flow. I think just, like, a good thing to remember, Tasha said this, but, like, you are in charge of the conversation. Um, and typically, if you're networking and looking for opportunities or, like, you're networking with high-power people, like, granted, everyone's just a person, but, like, you need them more than they need you. And, like, maybe this isn't always fully true because I know there's, like, a hiring shortage out there. So (laughs) maybe they need you. But, like, act like it. No Mm -hmm. matter what, just, like, you are trying to prove to them that you are worthwhile of their time interviewing, time spent networking, and, like, training and any of that. Yeah, exactly. I think, too, um, and this is why I think having a third person in the conversation helps. But, like, you want to eliminate awkward pauses, Mm -hmm. right? So if it's, like, if you know what you want to say, you're going to be able to like naturally transition yeah. to that, right? Mm-hmm. And so I think it's just good to be prepared and, yep. and have a goal. Yes. And so I think the fastest thing to do is if you don't have something to say, like you should have something to say, we're saying that. If you don't, get them talking as soon as possible so that you can start thinking of what to say. And like often when people talk, that there's like a natural opportunity mm-hmm. to ask more questions, but get them talking. Tell me more about your job. Where do you work for? How did you get to where you are? Like, you don't need to spend that whole conversation talking about them. They don't really need to talk about them either. But that's going to at least give you an opportunity to start, get on your selling points, work that into the conversation, Mm -hmm. find something to relate on, and just go from there. Yeah. I really think, like, talking about what they want to talk about will, Mm -hmm. one, make them enjoy the conversation, right? Everyone kind of likes talking about themselves. But, two, you're going to stand out as a person they could relate to. Mm -hmm. And I think that is really important because – 
how do you differentiate yourself, right? And like, again, there's different types of networking. There's mm-hmm. networking for the purpose of like getting hired. There's networking for the purpose of collaboration. Yeah. There's networking for the purpose of persuading someone that you're worth listening mm-hmm. to, right? But I really think that people want to know you. Yep. And so remember that and like yeah. get to know them. And like, how do you stand out in a room full of really awesome qualified people? Mm-hmm. Like at a networking event I went to in school, it was like my whole class like that class I was in, like we created a networking event for that class, brought in a lot of comm people, PR people, really cool organizations came in. And I'm with my peers who like, for the most part, we have all had the same education. Yeah. Like we went to the same classes, we went to the same university and like a lot of us were in the communications workshops because that's what our school offered. And so like, there's not a whole lot to set you apart there. And so I was talking to an egg business And just the simple fact that I grew up on a farm, like, sold me to them. Yeah, I remember that. It's just, but that's what it took. Yeah. And so I just, like, they started talking about egg, and I just shared, like, oh, yeah, I grew up on a farm. And, like, this is far beyond my dad's small dairy operation, but, like, this is very interesting. And, like, I remember, like, I know a lot of what you're talking about through that. And, like, that turned into a really cool opportunity. Mm -hmm. Like, they invited me down to their company for informational interviews with three different people and, like, offered me some opportunities and really encouraged me to apply for their internship. Like, because I grew up on a farm. Like, but it was just, like, you stood out because you were able to connect mm -hmm. with them and them with you. And I just think, like, that's the goal. And I think a lot of times people look at networking with, like, you have to say your resume, Mm -hmm. right? But... People don't really care about your resume Mm -hmm. because you're in this room. And so they know you care about where you're going professionally. They know like and and yes, at some point does come down to like, can you do the job? Mm -hmm. But if they're going to give you the time of day to interview you, it's because they like you as a person. Mm -hmm. And so I do think you need to stand out and connect with them and find common ground as much as possible. Mm -hmm. I think common ground is like your biggest Mm -hmm. asset when it comes to networking. Yeah. I was um, in New Orleans a couple weeks ago at a mm-hmm. at a conference and a lot of really smart people there, right? Yep. I was one of the younger people and also like just newer to my job. I know it's now been a year, but still like these people have been doing this for, for decades and they just are, are really um, informed. And there's not like a way I could stand out informationally, right? Yeah, you know? of course. But there was one guy that I was saying to it at lunch and he was their podcast person. Hey, hey. So here's me. I'm like, well, I can kind of talk about podcasting. Mm-hmm. And so- Brought, I do have a podcast. I do have a podcast. You know? <laughs> two years. Yeah, exactly. So I, I just like started talking with him about podcasting and uh, um, mentioned, and, and it was like the conversation- had a total switch when it went from, from when I mentioned, I guess, that I had a podcast. He was like, oh, you you actually care about this. Does that yeah. make sense? Like, you're not just asking me because I'm the podcast guy. Yeah. You, like, are asking me because you are informed about this issue, uh-huh. and now we can have a conversation. Mm-hmm. We talked about equipment. We talked about the size, and then he was like, can I be on your podcast? I was like, oh, Heck wait, no, yeah. you do, like, national podcasts. I don't know Let's about that. Let's get him on our podcast. I know. He wants to come on. That he was like, so awesome. Yeah. It was it was a really cool conversation. And then also, yeah, it was, it was so great. And then afterwards, he was like, hey, can I show you, like, our equipment and stuff? And then we you know he showed me all of their microphones it was just like really fun and then later um later in the week I I left and I when I left you know I said bye to him and it was just like at that point like it was like wow we really did have a a connection Mm -hmm. though like this wasn't just a bye to you know everyone type of thing it was Uh like he remembered me I remembered him we had a good conversation that's awesome but it's just like you have to I think find something that they care about that you can relate to Mm -hmm. and a podcast is like 
that that's so unique like it's true yeah. i was like we only have like 150 people that listen you know all of that and i was just like like couching it with all of this language like you know like don't get your expectations up too high he's like well what's the name of it and he's like do you have a website all of this and i was like yeah actually yeah. we do he's like good 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 and he was just so supportive too that i was like wow that's so cool that like he cares about that <laughs> that's so fun though like it it's really cool. Like the things you do in life, if you can relate them back, I think first off that like gives you something to talk about, finds common ground, but also shows humanity and mm -hmm. it shows you're a human and that you get excited about things. And like, I can talk about growing up on a farm, not just in a professional sense, but like how that was my childhood. Yeah. And you can talk about podcasting and communication, but you can also just talk about how it's a fun thing you do with your friend. Mm -hmm. Exactly. Which kind of leads into like our next point, which is like, who you should be in these conversations yes i think be friendly be bold be intentional and we're gonna start with be friendly because i think that goes such a long way mm -hmm. i just think there's so many people that you meet at like mm -hmm. throughout life that are just standoffish and yeah. you just don't want to keep talking to them mm -hmm. and i just would say don't be that person oh yeah don't <laughs> <laughs> like i use like you naturally gravitate towards like the people in the room that are like fun to talk to that are kind and that are like smiling and laughing like mm -hmm. that's the conversations people want to be in and if you're in like such a serious and like not a conversation no one wants to be in and you like look over and you see people enjoying conversation i think you're both going to be like yeah that's a fun place to be mm -hmm. no for sure i think yeah like you said smile um have a good handshake these are like i just remember in comms classes yeah. like practicing handshakes oh my. but also like just to be someone that you're really engaged in that conversation mm -hmm. they feel that way um i always think a compliment is a really good way to start a conversation yeah i think compliments a great way and then get people like happy like that's yeah. what a great way to start a conversation by like uplifting them exactly exactly i think too and, like, don't put pressure on yourself to, like, be funny if you're not. But if you can get people to laugh, like, yeah. genuinely, because mm -hmm. it was, like, it fit the moment. Like, that makes you stand out in someone's mind. Exactly. Everyone likes to laugh. Oh, for sure. It was on this last season of Survivor. Um, there was, like, so Survivor, you have a jury, and the, the final contestants are trying to convince the jury to vote for them to win the million dollars. And someone, I was listening to an interview back on someone who lost. They said, the minute the winner got, got the jury laughing, I knew I was done. Hmm. Because that means they liked him and like they wouldn't laugh if they weren't liking him. They weren't yeah. laughing at him. They were laughing with him. And so they knew it was gone when they got him laughing. That's really interesting. Mm -hmm. But yeah, I think that, that there's a lot to that. Yep. Of just like people like you, they'll yeah. want to keep talking with you. Mm -hmm. I think something too, like friendliness is also just like, I don't know, like inviting people into a conversation mm -hmm. or just... Um, yeah, just being a friend to people, if that mm -hmm. makes sense. There, So... Kind of like, honestly, how I am in the position that I'm in was because I was at a event um, or like a summit type thing, leadership summit. And there was a recruiter from the Heritage Foundation there. And I had gone up and like introduced myself to him beforehand and um, had a little bit of a conversation, but was just like, you know, kind of a introductory conversation. Nothing really came of it. Yeah. But throughout the week, like there were the different um, activities that we were doing. One of them was like bags and stuff. And I just invited him to play bigs because some of us had like an extra spot. But like that's yeah. how I be I got my internship afterwards. He came up to me and was like, hey, so we talked earlier. Do you want an internship? I was like, <laughs> maybe. <laughs> Let's yeah. talk about this further. But yeah. like just going out of your way to be friendly and including someone mm -hmm. is, I think, a really important thing. Yep. I think that's huge. Um, I think that transitions straight into like being bold. Like it's bold to ask people and invite people into conversation. But yes, be bold be the first one to initiate that conversation you are networking like people need to see people take initiative and 
that's the first way to do it by starting that conversation. Mm -hmm. I think too, don't be afraid to talk about yourself. Sometimes it seems like a little bit like, oh, all I'm doing is like self-promoting, but like people want to know who you are, right? They're invested in that conversation too. Right. Well, how are they going to want to offer you an internship or offer you an informational interview if they don't know who you are exactly because otherwise okay like these people we're talking big headhunter kind of people not like these small like little places but like big corporations that are massive and like super appealing they get people left and right wanting to be a part of their organization Mm -hmm. so you have to sell yourself a little bit and by the only way to do that is by being bold and how can you sell yourself without talking about yourself exactly but with that being said like don't waste people's time Mm -hmm. if you're if you know that this conversation isn't going anywhere and if you think they know that, like, I just think be kind to yourself and be kind yeah. to them and just end it. Yeah. And not like awkwardly, but just like, don't, you don't have to keep pushing mm-hmm. for something that doesn't need to happen. Right. Well, I mean, in so many areas of life, clarity is kindness. Yeah. You know, and it applies to networking too. Like it's never kinder than to just say straight up, like, let's not try to fake this. Let's just Thank you so much for your time. I'm not really interested in pursuing this, but Mm -hmm. I really think that's so interesting. Thanks for sharing more about how you got to this role. Yeah. Boom. One more thing about like sharing about yourself in a networking setting. I think sometimes you feel like you have to put, you have to only say your highlights. A -hmm. lot of times I start with like, hey, I'm new to this. And like, I know a little bit about this topic, but I actually don't know what you're Mm -hmm. talking about. Can you share more about that? Yeah. And people are very open to, to, especially I think younger people. Yeah. of course I don't know. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh-huh. It's just like people recognize that. And so I think yeah. that's just maybe a bit of comfort of like you don't have to have it all figured mm-hmm. out. And if you try to like make yourself seem to be yeah. that person, you're going to – it's going to show. Maybe yeah. you do have it all figured out, but mm-hmm. probably you're not listening to this podcast if you do because uh-huh. – <laughs> um, but no, it's just like that's I think something good to remember. I think – People love talking to young people. I yeah. think that people sometimes don't think that. Like people are like, oh, like people don't like these young people encroaching and stealing all their jobs. But no, like people get excited about the next generation. People really love seeing people excited about their work. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, yeah, they maybe do have a negative connotation about our generation. But if you can break that, they will cherish that. And mm-hmm. so show them your youthfulness. They, I think people latch on to that. People really like new energy, young people. Um I don't know, like use that as an asset and not like try to cover that up. Exactly. Exactly. Okay. Next point throughout all of this, be intentional. Mm -hmm. Really. I think go back to like, care about the person in front of you. Remember their name, be invested in this conversation. Mm -hmm. Even, you know, if it's at some point you're like, Hey, this isn't benefiting me as much. Don't check out, like still wrap up that conversation with a lot of kindness. Yeah. I think like, remember like who you're talking to is a real person i know we're like oh yeah they need you need them more than they need you but like in the end of the day every person is just like an equal person mm-hmm. um and so look at this opportunity as an opportunity to just get to know someone yeah like they're just the same person just like you and i and so yeah they might have more decision making power in that specific issue but like at the end of the day you have the decision making power over your job too mm-hmm. and where your next career move is and so just like see it as two people having a conversation and not something as bigger and scarier than it needs to be yeah and i think that makes networking really manageable mm-hmm. but yeah i would just say never have it be like oh they're just a means to an end like yeah. do care about that person mm-hmm. i think lastly be intentional about like the purpose of the conversation um like, it's great to get to know someone, but if you're not, like, converting that, like, what was the point? So whether mm-hmm. that's just their contact information or an opportunity or for them to remember your name when they see your resume two weeks later in the pile or an introduction, 
like be intentional ensuring that's happening yeah and i think a lot of that comes with follow-up then and that we're just going to quickly touch on follow-up before we close out the podcast but like if you're just going around willy-nilly and you don't have a plan and intentionality behind it it's kind of a waste yeah i think um after you you know leave an event or leave a conversation follow up with them you should use whatever, you know, whether that's email, phone call, or, yeah. you know, saying, hey, can we grab a coffee sometime mm-hmm. and talk a little bit further? Or being like, hey, next time I see you at this place, like, let's connect. Yeah. I just think that's really important because mm-hmm. they do meet a lot of people, right? You've oh, met yeah. a lot of people. And mm-hmm. so it's just like it's you do need to have a way of following up. Otherwise, yes. um, I think, like, yeah, you, you have to also do it in the right timeline. Yeah. And this isn't rocket science. Like you've probably heard this in so many different areas of like just a thank you note. And like Mm -hmm. after you have a conversation with someone, remember that. Like so remember their name. Remember something unique you talked about. And maybe that's how you make your script of like I need to talk about something unique. Whether that's the same with every person you talk to or like just the specific radio guy that you can connect to on the podcast. Like you need to have that that thing that you can say thank you so much. You know, it'd be great to get you on our podcast someday. Like Mm -hmm. he's going to be like, oh, yep. That was the girl. If he doesn't remember, Natasha was the one that talked to me about that. I'm going to say, oh, this person sending this thank you was the girl we talked about. And I said, I want to be on your podcast. Like, can make that connection for them because, like, they, unless they really, really, really liked you and, like, are like, I need to get this person into my company, they're not going to do anything Mm -hmm. unless you make that move. Exactly. I think something to remember, too, is, like, connections have an expiration date Mm -hmm. because at some point people just won't be able to remember who you are. Exactly. I think connections are just, like, connections are also relationships. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, you meet a new friend, but, like, if you don't do anything past, like, meeting each other at, like, an event, you're not going to maintain friendship. You're not going to stay friends. Same with connections. Like, they take work. And so maybe it's a connection you made that, like, isn't immediately going to meet your needs like stay in touch like work on that connection Mm -hmm. like still learn from them because you never know who you'll work with later in life what you'll need later in life and how a connection is going to resurface yeah couldn't have said it better hopefully this is helpful for you guys i think that it can take it can be a very overwhelming thing to begin to do Mm -hmm. right or to figure out how to do but like hopefully you feel like it's more manageable and that we've alleviated some fears i guess associated with networking because it really isn't that bad really yeah i wanted to say that again like it is not all that like your universities and your career advancement people hype it up to be like networking is just talking with people and yes i get talking with people is scary and like there's different personalities and some people that's just so intimidating but they're just a person too and like you guys each have power of like if they want you to work for them you also have the power to say yes or no mm-hmm. so learn as much as you can for yourself too i really want our college to invite us back to talk and for us to just be able to like put to rest all those uh-huh. fears those poor sophomores and freshmen oh my have goodness. it's so t- terrifying it okay. is tosh anything else before we close out no i don't think so all right well <laughs> then we will wrap it up here but you guys thank you so much for being a part of the figure it out podcast and we will catch you back next week's episode